This is The Michael Bryan Show. Hi everyone, welcome back to the show. And today's guest is David Meltzer, who's the co-founder of Sports One Marketing, formerly served as the CEO of the renowned Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency. He is on a mission to empower over one billion people to be happy. David, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time coming, this interview. I've been watching your stuff for a while, and your main focus is on helping people be happy, which to a lot of people, that can feel quite strange initially that that's your, that that's your angle, if you will, because you're a successful business owner. That's one of the the main things that you're known for aside from the the sports side that we'll get to eventually but why was happiness your your angle you know it's more than just an angle it's an inspiration for me and when i define happiness as the ability to enjoy the consistent persistent pursuit of my potential not what other people want for me what's missing or what i don't want but simply my own higher self my own introspective thinking since you can't find outside of you what you can't find inside of you and i saw that happiness itself was such an interference uh meaning that people so many of us we're committing suicide, anxious, depressed. And this is pre-COVID that I was on this mission. Uh, And so I clearly define, uh, you know, four values, five daily practices to help people do three things, make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. And I think that if I can empower a thousand people like you and others to empower a thousand, to empower a thousand, a thousand times a thousand's a million, a million times a thousand's a billion, that I can create a collective consciousness of abundance of people who make a lot of money so they can appreciate it and give it away to other people to help them. And more importantly, have fun, not take themselves so seriously, understand knowing their what, their who, their how, their now, and their why. What I really like about that is that helping people is how you empower them, like empowerment and a sense of doing right by people, if you will, is how you do that. But was that was that always your start? Was that always your intention, even when you were starting out in business? No, my intention when I started out at five years old with a single mom who worked two jobs and had six kids was to be rich. I wanted to buy her a house. Uh, I was, I, I wanted to give for acknowledgement, for recognition. I wanted to be my mom's favorite child. And then nine months out of law school, I was a millionaire. So I bought my mom the house and the car and I continued thinking that money would buy me love and happiness, that I moved from the world of not enough where things happened to me as a victim into a world where I started buying things to be happy, buying more things if I wasn't happy, different things if I wasn't happy. I'd buy things to impress people if I wasn't happy. I'd even buy things to impress people I didn't like if I wasn't happy. And yet in that decade from 24 to 34, as I moved along the technology ranks, we sold our company for 3.4 billion. I ended up being the CEO of Samsung's phone division. And then ultimately the CEO of the most notable sports agency in the world, Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment. They made the movie Jerry Maguire 
wire about our firm. At that time, not only was I a multimillionaire, not only did I have access to everything and everyone, millionaires, billionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, and entertainers, but I truly believed money bought love and happiness. And I had to go through a transformation uh, from where I was at that time, where I would give to receive as a trader and negotiation. Instead, now I receive so I can give in this abundant world of more than enough, more than enough of everything, not to me or for me, but through me for others. Do you ever find that intention shifts in people at a certain point? Because you mentioned a lot of it was to do with approval on wanting to make other people happy, but then the intention changes when you feel better. How often do you see that change in others? All the time. I think also that people do go through a quantum shift. It's a natural thing that we see in women and men at different ages. Uh, but that is a, necess a necessity of understanding you cannot find outside of you what you can find inside of you. One of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten was to learn to love myself. That you know, instead of seeking love and looking for love and looking for these things that realize you already are those. So I always say, I am health, I am wealth, I am happiness. What am I doing to interfere with it is the shift in the paradigm and perspective that I have instead of trying to go get it. So is loving yourself then the starting point for changing that perspective? We've spoken about, you know, Doing things is fine, but your intention behind them changes when you feel better about yourself. So is loving yourself the lead domino, if you will? And how would you advise people start the process of loving themselves? Yeah, I think there's four steps in understanding how to find things inside of us that we want outside of us. And the first is gratitude. Uh, Gratitude is a superpower. It's the easiest way to change your life. If you say thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up for 30 straight days, I guarantee it'll change your life. But when I ask everybody here, do you think you can do that for 30 straight days? That's right. Take 0.1 seconds of your day to say thank you. How many of you do you think could say thank you for 30 straight days? Everybody's raising their hand. But the truth is, by tonight, half of us won't say thank you. By tomorrow morning, another half of us won't say thank you. And within three days, almost all of us won't say thank you. Even though every great thought leader, I sit on the Transformational Leadership Council with Jack Canfield and Bob Proctor and all the people in The Secret, Reverend Beckwith and Oprah and Deepak and Sadhguru, and everyone tells you that saying thank you is the most powerful thing. It's free. It takes 0.1 seconds. I've studied physics, quantum physics and metaphysics, and yet, I forget to say thank you. I forget every lesson I've ever learned. And so gratitude, that superpower, enables us to find the light, the love, and the lessons in everything, including ourselves. And it allows us to understand that there's love in everything. See, I don't work. I have activity I get paid for and activity I don't get paid for. And I learn to love every activity I do or I won't do it. So I take the time to learn to love it, knowing that everything from taking the trash out to doing the dishes to going and playing a baseball game all have love in it. And why not take our energy and perspective to find the love, the light and the lessons first and then enjoy the activity we get paid for or the activity we don't get paid for. The second thing's forgiveness. 
right? Forgiveness gives us peace. The third thing is accountability because that gives us control. Too many people live in blame, shame, and justification. They live in liability. Accountability gives you control. Ask yourself, what did I do to attract this to myself? And two, what am I supposed to learn from it? Tying us right back to gratitude and forgiveness. And if you do that, you not only will be able to effectively communicate with others, but you'll more importantly be inspired in spirit, effectively communicating with the greatest source of power, light, love, and lessons that exist. You see, don't worry about the mountains in front of you because the person that made those mountains, the power and source that made those mountains is already inside of you. It's walking beside you. So don't worry about the mountains in front of you. Look within learn to love yourself because the power that made those mountains it sits inside of you i had to take a minute just to process all of that that was pretty pretty powerful and one of the key things that instantly came up was how important is it though that we actually revel in it so many people will say thank you and not necessarily mean it as much as someone that goes thank you so much that is fantastic i can't believe you did that how on earth did you find the time to do that for me that is amazing i instantly feel better already and that's just because i've kind of dove in and really committed to saying thank you and to sort of really expressing my thanks for that and yet there are people that just go, yeah, thanks very much, and then walk off, and that's kind of their their total level of commitment, if you will. Straight away, my assumption is they're two very different things. How would you break that down and guide people to not just saying gratitude, not just feeling gratitude as if they're reading it from a textbook, but to really really feel it and really express it at the same time sure well number one the truth vibrates the fastest and so anyone that expresses gratitude in any form is already along the journey and along the way and you're creating momentum for yourself in order to get better at it gratitude is a practice it's like playing golf so if you're at a stage in your life where you simply state gratitude you're far ahead of everyone else. Your words still have vibration and frequency and power to it. Now, is it as powerful as someone like you and I that not only pay attention to gratitude and give it its lip service, but it give our intention, what we think, what we do, what we believe, even the unconscious competencies that we have, our own characteristics, our personality traits, our obsessions and addictions are all revolving around finding light, love and lessons of being grateful, seeing things in a different perspective that is kind, doing good deeds. But I will credit the majority of the people who have lowered the bar to get the practice and the process started that I think it's very important you got to say gratitude and then you'll be able to feel gratitude. Then you'll be able to believe gratitude and then gratitude itself will be activated in your quantum nature to create a gracious personality, a gracious characteristic, a gracious obsession, a gracious addiction. And then that quantum continuum of your conscious from the conscious to the subconscious to the unconscious will create a stronger signal 
reach a bigger spectrum and create a clearer message. Gratitude is the truth, is love, light, and lessons. The truth vibrates the fastest. It will raise your awareness. Remember, you can only be aware of that which vibrates equal to or less than you. So if you're just saying gratitude, that's fine, but continue to practice so you start to feel it as well. And then you start to live it, you start to obsess on it like you and I have. And exponentially, it'll aggregate upon itself and you will have all the productivity, accessibility, and gratitude, happiness in your life. You'll be able to make more money, help more people, and have more fun. The idea of reducing the bar almost like a convenience level so that it gets the practice started. I can't tell you how beneficial that's been for me. Everyone that will be benefited from just saying, right, maybe are my standards too high so that every time I do it, I feel like I'm constantly failing versus the kind of person that goes, you know what, just the fact that I've said these words and I've had that practice, as you say, David, that it's been so powerful because similar to finances, there's a compound interest involved just by going through the practice and it builds up over time. Can you speak to that for people that are maybe sort of thinking, but I'm not that great at it right now? How do you explain the idea of compounding and explain the idea of, look, the more you do it, the bigger your benefits will get? Yeah, the greatest lesson Einstein has given us is the compound lesson of 72, uh, that if you are 1% every day, it'll take 72 of those segments in order to double where you're at. Uh, now, what I always say is the aggregate or the acceleration or the segmentation, this compound interest effect, it works in the negative behavior's favor. What does that mean? Is that it takes 90% of your effort just to get to 25% of where you wanna be. 90% of the effort it's gonna take, it will only get you to 25%. So 99% of the people quit before they get to 25% because they start listening to other people, they start looking at what they're missing, they start looking at what they don't have, the inner voice starts taking over and saying, you're wasting your time, you're never gonna get there. And even after they get to the 25%, which on average is when you at least can recognize some sort of advancement, progress, or achievement, another 99% of the 1% quit before they get to the 50% mark. And it only takes 5% of the time to get to double then, right? It takes 90% of the time to get to 25, then it doubles to 50% and five. And yet another 99% quit because the pressure's on now. And they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I thought it would take so much time. And it took me 18 years to get to 25% of the way there. Now at 19 years, I'm only 50% away there. What they don't realize is in the 20th year, they'll be 100% away there. At 21 years, they'll be 200, 22 years, 400, and so on and so on. So the aggregate effect, the acceleration growth and compound interest works in negative behaviors favor because if you're doing something positive, it takes 90% of the way till you see some result. Obviously, if you're doing something negative, like smoking or drinking or eating fatty foods or anything that's gonna aggregate, well, by the time you see the negative result, you've already 90% of the way there. Now it's more difficult to quit that 
See, it's so easy to quit if you don't get there. But when you're doing something negative, it's so difficult to quit. So it works in negative behavior's favor. But if you understand that you can detach your emotions from the outcome and put those emotions on enjoying the consistent, persistent pursuit of your own potential, it doesn't matter how much time it takes to get there. As long as you're enjoying the journey, it will get you there faster. It'll aggregate greater and accelerate at a pace to rapid and accurately get exactly what you want, and you won't worry about the result. And it will start working in the positive behavior's favor, not the negative behavior's favor. I can definitely speak to that because it's a combination of everything is a habit and it depends on what you're repeating will depend on you know are you keep going down that road or are you changing the direction it's almost like steering a ship where you start to begin to change direction but it can take a while of inertia before it actually starts to get the ball rolling so i completely echo that david i think the idea of getting the compound benefits will definitely convince me to do things that I've been talking myself out of to sort of be as honest as as possible. And I think a lot of people will think the same. A lot of people will think, you know what, compound interest, there's more benefit than trying to keep going down the same way and expecting things to change. And we all know insanity is doing the same thing over and over expecting different results so what was your biggest experience of this what was your most powerful experience of getting the lessons that you needed to make the biggest shifts for you well you know i started surrounding myself with the wrong people and the wrong ideas in my 20s it led into my 30s not only was i a multi-millionaire but i had access to anything that i wanted in anyone so millionaires billionaires entrepreneurs celebrities athletes entertainers super bowl pro bowl masters kentucky derby breeders cup sb's emmys oscars grammars it didn't matter i could get there and my negative behavior uh, was aggregating on itself things were building up my wife had noticed, my best friend had noticed, my father had noticed that I truly believe money bought love and happiness. And I truly believed that I was in control of everything and that I could make anything happen. And I didn't need anybody else's help. And I truly believe that none of the things I was doing, all the partying I was doing, all, as my wife said, I wasn't paying attention to my family. I wasn't paying attention to my work. And I definitely was partying too much and it kept aggregating on itself. And after a decade of it, Everything came to a close and I lost over a hundred million dollars and I almost lost my wife and my life because it all aggregated upon itself. And it seemed like it happened so quickly. It came upon me so quickly. But in retrospect, as I'm accountable for my own actions, as I'm looking for the light, the love and the lessons, which I will tell you that bankruptcy and losing everything was the best thing that ever happened to me, proving that gratitude, forgiveness and accountability are superpowers to be able to effectuate those lessons. Because remember, pain, failures, mistakes, et cetera, setbacks are only turn signals. They're not stop signs. See, they just push you in a better place, a better direction. What I learned is there's three laws. One, the law of gravity that says, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm at the right place at the perfect time. The law Goya says, I'm gonna get off my ass and make this happen. I'm gonna enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of my potential. And the law of attraction says, faith is my GPS. It's the super GPS though. What does that mean? See, a GPS 
If you miss an exit, you get a flat tire, you get into an accident, you go stop off to get some food, somewhere you're not supposed to be, it's going to reroute you back to the destination. See, faith is the super GPS because not only will it reroute you to the destination you want to go to, but it will change the destination to somewhere better for you. It actually will know somewhere better to go eat, somewhere better to go live, a better job for you, a better school for you, a better life for you, a better wife for you. Whatever it is, it's going to not only reroute you, but the super GPS of faith, the currency, the object of energy that you put into flow to get what you want will reroute you to a better destination. That's how and what I learned throughout this negative behavior, which provided me a context to be patient and persistent in pursuing the positive behavior and utilizing the last 16 years, the aggregate effect of being kind to my future self and doing good deeds by understanding it's the more I receive so I can give, not the more I give to receive. There's no trade negotiation. I don't live in a world of not enough where I'm a victim. I don't live in a world of just enough where I buy things I don't need to impress people I don't like. I live in a world, an abundant world between infinity and limitlessness where I have enough of everything for everyone. And it's my job to allow it to come through me with appreciation, forgiveness and accountability to give it away. Well, David, that is a phenomenal way to end the interview. David, it's been fantastic. The podcast has been filled with knowledge bombs for everyone that's tuning in. For those that want to find out more about you, how can they do that? Well, I've been doing free trainings every Friday for over 20 years. I give my books away for free, ebook, audiobook, written book. I'll sign it, send it, pay for shipping. I give my five daily practices away. David at dmeltzer.com, david at dmeltzer.com. You can also just Google me, David Meltzer, M-E-L-T-Z-E-R. You will find me, reach out. I'll give it to you for free. Training, books, guides, exercises. All you gotta do is ask. All right, David, thanks very much. For those that are listening, make sure you do that. If this is a taster of what David can offer you, then you can only wonder what he has in the books and the trainings that he has. So make sure you go ahead and check him out, see what he's all about and take advantage of the offer. It's amazing to have you on. Those that are new to the podcast, subscribe to the show so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Leave a review, sharing what you thought and even share on social media and myself and David will see it. And I look forward to seeing you all again on the next episode.